I'm Steve. I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiancé Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiancé. What? That's not, that's my <laughs> line. Something. Something, episode, something. something. You don't even know. I don't even know. You know what season it is? Does anybody care? I don't. Because there's so many versions of this show. Yeah. I've lost count. They're all everywhere now. Now they're all, well, they're everywhere. Right. Now you can see any episode you want, anytime you want. Do they have all of them? Yes, it looks like they have all of them. Wow. They're all there on Discovery. That's great. Poster. That means that'll be a whole lot more appealing to people. Right. You could just go grab something and watch it. Right. But, just so you know, this is 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After, Season 6, Episode 2, Indecent Proposal. <laughs> so, where... What do you think? I know you don't even know the titles before you see them. No, I don't. Indecent Proposal. The was, indecent it... part was right before the proposal when we were seared in our eyeballs seeing Colt no, in no. his purple underwear. That's the single life. Oh, You're okay. all out oh, of okay. sorts. Indecent Proposal has to be Angela, right? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> so, what was with her and flirting is, with the doctor? Yeah, I have no idea. I'd like to start off with Tiffany and Ronald, though, since they're new to us here. Um, wow, we get to see Tiffany's shoulders again. I've missed those, I think. They seem to be out. She doesn't own a shirt that her shoulders aren't in. Yeah, Maybe she, she's just warm. She displays her shoulders like other women on the show display their boobs front and center. Right. She must think her shoulders are the thing. I don't know. This just seemed like her complaining right off the bat. She kills me. Really. I get it. Ronald's probably not a great catch, right? Well, I think he's a nice person. I do, too. And I know you love love the way he treats her son, son Daniel. Absolutely. And Daniel needs a dad. He needs that. But here we are, right off the bat... She can't, uh, she cancels the plane tickets and says, you're not contributing enough. So you got to pay for the tickets or you don't see your kids. I think that what she said was she told him she canceled the tickets. Right. But actually she didn't. She just wanted to see if she could get him to pay for it. That's worse. If that's the case. I think that's what she said. That's pretty crappy. I must have missed that. They've been apart for eight months. They, yeah. That would be really crappy if she did that. If you're doing, if you're playing games, if you're at yeah. a point where you're playing games to try and manipulate your spouse, I may play. What do I play games? Do I play games? Yeah, I pretend like maybe I'm asleep, so you get your own water bottles. Could that is that playing games? I can't even remember the last time you got the water. I bottle. don't play games. I'm asleep or not? I wish. you're actually asleep because you're snoring. <laughs> she says she can no longer baby Ronald. I can no longer baby him. He probably wishes she would stop. Well, I don't know if it's baby. I wish she would stop. She definitely is mothering him. It's ridiculous. Right. He's a grown man. Treat him like a grown man. And did you know, I don't know if you knew this, I haven't really heard this before, but that he has a gambling problem? Did you know that? (laughs) I hadn't heard. One of the other 5,000 times she brought it up. I wish she would have mentioned it once or twice. It probably would make me think differently of him. (laughs) Wow. What a mess. I don't... 
Well, you know, they she fight. She strikes me as a highly unforgiving person. Right. She's definitely keeping a scorecard. Definitely. Well, and we get into a little bit, and I did a little checking about it would take Ronald eight months to save if, look, Ronald's not getting a big job, right? Right. His gambling issues. He's probably stolen from employers. It would take him in South African currency about eight months if he had no other bills to pay for the plane tickets. And that's if he wasn't supporting himself. I saw somebody talking about this, and they said that not only does he live in the par- poor part of South Africa, but he lives in the poor part of the poor part of <laughs> South Africa. Right. It's bad. Do you see them speaking another language? Yes. So that was, um, what was that? That was Dutch, or it almost, you know, it sounded, had that German accent to it. Uh-huh. Um, it was um, Afrikaans, is what I saw. Right, is because what that they're was. descendants of the Boers. Sure, and that is like an old language. They don't even use it there in Holland anymore. Right. It when they when they went there, that was the that was the language they spoke at the time. And I checked, and it's like fourteen fourteen percent of the country speaks that okay. language. So I was a bit surprised. And evidently, they think it's a poor person language, is yes. what they say. Because so. the Boers are considered mm. that. So <laughs> these two, she goes right to the lawyer. And the lawyer was more like a counselor or a therapist than an actual attorney. And she just unloads. I wish it would be more like the lawyer was for um, Mike and Natalie. Where she just kind of said, hey, look, you know, th- this is my area of expertise. I am immigration law. I am not. I don't have anything to do. It sounds like you guys need a counselor. That was funny. I got tired of her really quickly. Yes. And to join the party when we saw Stephanie on Pillow Talk oh pounding on Ronald, too. It's Whatever your- Stephanie says, just think the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> And we don't talk too much about pillow talk, but I do not. I have to say that the now that pillow talk is back on TLC after the show, it's almost not watchable. It's crappy. If I had to skip something to watch during the week, it would be that. Right. That was the last thing I watched. It used to be the highlight of. Right. We used to enjoy watching that as much as we did the show. Right. But Stephanie makes it unbearable. Yep. Absolutely. Just whining and complaining. It's, you know what? It sounds just like Tiffany. Right. It was no good. Maybe that's why they have her doing the commentary. Right. Her and her mom. And her mom just stares at Whenever something happens, her mom just turns and looks at Stephanie. <laughs> I'm assuming Stephanie's going to be in something again soon. Oh, Lord, I hope not. Probably another single life, the next single life that they're oh, going to do. Oh, please, no. I can't take it. Mm. Yeah, who knows? So where do we go, Tiffany, from here? You So you say she still has the tickets and she's going. Yeah. Hmm. Not that I can think worse of Tiffany, but that would make me think worse of her. That's just wrong. Right. You you, you heard that in the show, you think? Yeah. Oh, I missed it. That happens. Yeah, it was in like her little side talk, the mm. side interview. Ah. Uh, While all that was going on. Meanwhile, Yulia... Is still trying to convince Brandon to stay in Vegas. 
Brandon uh, gets a thumbs down in this episode. She's trying to come up with a way and things that she could do. They get notice while they're out. They're out taking pictures. Julia's modeling by the pool. And then Brandon's got the phone. And Betty calls. So Julia's all mad because Betty is interrupting her sexy photo shoot. But they find out that... Um, her citizenship came, uh, yeah, interview is coming. her interview. So that's good. Well, not citizenship. Her green card interview. Yeah. So that's good. She can get her green card. Maybe she can start dancing in Vegas, I guess, is what she's mm-hmm. thinking. They're sitting by the pool, and Julia talks about being jealous. Brandon orders a drink, and evidently his eyes do not avert quickly enough. From the waitress. Yes. So then Julia... And then she even talks about being jealous. Yeah. I don't know. Is Brandon that great no. of a catch? No. He's too schoolboy. Right. He does not act his age. Right. Very immature. So this, they came up with a a compromise. She wants to be in Vegas. She doesn't want to be on the farm. Now, we're from, I would say we're from, you could say we're from Virginia. We've spent a lot of time in Virginia. You spent more than I did, but I've spent more than, what, 23 years in Virginia? I was in Virginia from 1978 until 2017. That's a lot of numbers. That's a lot. I don't know. I was from 94 to whatever, four years ago, whatever that is. So 20 years? No, more than that. Whatever. It's a lot of years. So our suggestion was if you're in Petersburg and anybody not from Virginia, if you're from Petersburg area, Dinwiddie, which is right outside of Petersburg, then if you're going to go somewhere, the first place to go would be to Richmond. You go to Richmond, Virginia, middle of the ground, big enough city that you can still do real things, but it's not super expensive. You wouldn't want to go farther north to the D.C. part of Virginia. That's too expensive. Super mega expensive. Right. And you could, I guess, go to Roanoke down that way, but that's still probably a whole different part of Virginia. Richmond's the place to go. Betty and Ron can be close. Brandon comes up with this idea, and we go, this is great. This is a good idea. So then Julia says, you know what? That's a good compromise. I think we could do that. We could do Richmond for now and go bigger later. So Brandon asks what she's going to do. And she wants to get into, like, wedding planning or design. And he just... He basically says, well, that's a nice dream, honey, but you got to learn English first. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> yeah, took the wind right out of her sails. While they're in vacation mode. Right. Well, how would you... How should he have handled that? Well, I mean, he, he could have been encouraging... But suggested that it might help her if she were to take some English as a second language classes. Sure. That would be good. But he didn't put it like that. And maybe that's not the time to suggest that. Maybe that minute would be, let's not put roadblocks in the way. Hey, that's a good idea. When we get back, let's look at the things we can do to set that up for you. Right. It's good. It's easy. Right. He didn't even get to that. He said no. Your English is bad. Right. He is so quick to knock her down. Yeah. Ugh. All he had to do was simple. Suggest she get some classes would have been good. Hmm. Julia says, well, fine. 
I'm going to get a job, a car, a house, and then I'm going to move away. And he jokes around and says, well, can I come too? Like, she oh. says, stop joking. Right. Mm. She he, says. He just doesn't know when to be serious. Well, and she sa- and this is what you talk about him being schoolboy. Oh. He, she says he's too safe. Brandon's too safe. He's never going to take a chance. Right. He's always going to live on the farm. The farm's always there this for him. Easy. Yes. He didn't have to do anything. He can drive his sports car, have girls in a hot tub. <laughs> Everything's great for him. Doesn't have to take any risks. At yeah, some point, doesn't you doesn't have any big responsibility. You got to get out. He hasn't brought up the apartment yet. Right. So I don't, like I said, I'm still on the fence about they go to get an apartment and she nixes it. I still think that happens during this show. I got the impression when he was I, telling that story that it was when she got, when she yeah, was coming. Yeah, I know. I, I just think you're wrong. It happens. I, you're wrong a lot. Okay. <laughs> Brandon. All right, Brandon. Whatever. I'm right. Whatever. Your English skills. Because you're a foreigner. A British foreigner. You're a foreigner. That's what you're an international. We're an international couple. You don't get much better English than coming from England. Whatever. The Queen's English. It's a bunch of hooey. (laughs) That's what that is. Speaking of hooey, here we go. Angela. What? That was fun, wasn't it? Were you uncomfortable? <laughs> yeah. I think Angela, I think you would be, it would, what you would call. It's embarrassing. In the human resource circle, she would be considered a nightmare. Yeah, because she's sexually harassing the men no, around her. I think, you know, you get the Weinstein stuff, you get the Hollywood stuff, you probably get a lot of harassment over there. What she brought from Georgia to California is wow. a whole new level of harassment. This is yep. old, southern, yep. uncomfortable harassment is yep. what it is. Oh, you're not going to forget these. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she said, I mean, look. <laughs> With that cackle after. <laughs> wow. 54 she is. Now. I'm thinking it was. That the laughing and all at inappropriate times was a nervous thing. Sure, I believe you're right. I think that's how she copes with I do. I mean, we give her crap, but I think she doesn't know how to handle situations. And so humor, she probably isn't too comfortable with her body in the state that it is in, right? Yeah. That's pretty, we're pretty, that's obvious. It's not like I'm, I don't think I'm stating something funny or odd. I think she really is uncomfortable, and this is the best way for her to deflect. Well, and thinking about just being a woman and bearing your body parts to a doctor is uncomfortable. Oh, is it? tell you that. Yes. Just because it's your doctor is still a man. It's extremely uncomfortable and embarrassing. Whatever. <laughs> Look, it's not it's fine. People show, people just show them to Mike. Maybe that's what you ought to do. Maybe in your hoo-ha Poked and prodded at it. I don't know. We look at at the Libby's family and OnlyFans and whoever is Mike's friends. Nobody seems to have a hard time showing. That's the whole reason I pick a female primary care doctor. Everybody there. So when that comes up, (laughs) that's what I heard. I was like, was it Libby's? Libby's sister. I think it's Becky. Is it Becky? Or no, it's Charlie's. Charlie's wife is the one. Mm -hmm. Her hoo ha and everything else down there. 
Oh, no. Both down there. What? Yeah. Seriously? Uh, who, anybody really want to see that? Uh, hope not. Who would want to see that? I have no... Is that what you read? <laughs> yes, I think it's more than that. Oh, God. Yeah. She's the one. Her and Charlie and... <sighs> Is she yeah, in it? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, so, my gosh. You know, that's There's it. Certain things you just so, don't want to know about. I don't want to get to that. We get to that family. Let's stick on Angela's boobs. Something that makes me uncomfortable already. <laughs> he, he looked, and she said how heavy they were. And he went and put his hands on him. He said, these are heavy. This is heavy. She said, I was telling you it was heavy. She really, said, she really said it heavy. Takes two hands. I think <laughs> the cigarettes were a plant. I think she did it on purpose. Wouldn't you know if you were going in there? She has a bag. She came in with a purse. I think she stuck the cigarettes and lighter in there. I don't think she forgot she about it. She always carries them in her boots. I though. get it. I'd have to look at an earlier scene to see if they were already there, but I think she stuck them in there. I think it's the maybe even the producer said, "Hey, put these in there. We'll Just pull them out for the funny of the scene." Y- yes, yeah, or, so, or to for the as funny a of way the, to admit that she for the funny of the scene. I would imagine it doesn't. It wouldn't surprise me. Look, they got to set stuff up, and that is it funny. Yes, of course it is. <laughs> So that works. Maybe they had funny. They knew they were going to just get funny with the doctor. The the skin doctor was going to be in there. So the other guy was pretty bland and boring. Uh-huh. So they needed something. He said, your boobs are heavier because you have a pack of cigarettes in there. And so she pulls them out. And then there's a lighter. And you said that the uh, the plastic surgeon doctor... It's going to remove her skin was the same one that did the... Yeah, stay tuned for that. Yeah. We've got some info on this guy. So stay tuned to Inside Scoop for yeah. more on the doctor. Yeah. He's made the news in and of it himself. <laughs> so we look at this and we talk about Angela and the food and the cigarettes and the smoking. And what do you see in three years? I mean, what's Angela going to be like? I, I can't... She doesn't seem like at a point where she's got the discipline she's not gobbling down a whole cake who is this she's um, not smoking chain smoking every five minutes who's this uh, is it the and who is angela 600 pound or the thousand pound doctor remember that guy the foreign oh, yeah. guy the the texas guy yeah you're not um there's no way this guy saying you're gonna make I, you're not even a candidate for surgery these people come down there all the time and they're supposed to lose weight and show they can lose weight and then he comes in there and says uh, no surgery for you. Yeah, that's for the morbidly obese. Yeah, so I, I just think Angela, if this guy was the doctor, he would turn Angela away. said, you don't have the discipline for this. So the great part was Angela and all the months she was getting ready, the smart thing that she did, I think we're all, we all think that she was good because she'd done her research. And that's a good thing to do, research of what happens. But she forgot, I guess, one part of her research. She just thought maybe that all this extra stuff would go away and that her skin would just yeah. bounce back. Strange. Yeah, I don't think that's... Uh, I think she missed that part of the research. Uh, now, I haven't had this surgery, but I've seen enough television to know that this is a problem. Skin is an issue. What kind of research could she have been doing? Uh, how cute the doctor was. That's maybe it. She watches these shows to see if how cute the doctor is. It's good. It just goes back. I think I have a theory, and this um, this is probably going to get me in trouble. 
Yeah. I have a theory on, you know, I talk to people at work about this. And, you know, sometimes you get some people that are a little heavy, but their body's still holding it together. Uh You know, like their skin's tight and either they're still growing or their skin is still fighting. Right, it happens with younger people. Right. Sometimes, though, the skin skin still has collagen. Yeah, it just stops trying. Uh I call it like kind of old fat. It's like, I quit. We're not even trying to hold you together anymore. The skin uh-huh. just quits. Yeah. So I think I think that's kind of what happens here. Her skin is gone. Uh, you know what? That's, I've had enough. I can't fight this anymore. And then you, you're going to have, they're going to have to get well, that skin 54. taken. I get it. Well, uh, you're 49. Right. I'm, I'm saying. It doesn't bounce back like I'm it used to. almost 50, right? You are 50. Whatever. Yeah, I am. Let's try. Yeah. Oh, man. I love that the uh, doctor came in and it, there was like um, sexy music in the background they were playing. Uh-huh. She goes, ooh, you smell good. <laughs> <laughs> she says, I, he says, I will examine you. And she, you, you know what she, you remember what she said? Uh-uh. Oh, she was, oh. Yeah, you know what she made me think of? It was creepy. Our old elderly tenant. Right. That's how he would talk to me. Right. Ooh. Oh. I'm like, oh, that's kind of creepy. She says, I haven't had my breast touch in six months. I'm a little excited. Or medically fondle, I think, is the word that she yeah. used. The doctor says he tries to be professional. He kind of absorbs what they say, tries not to offend, but deflects when possible. Yeah. We'll share a little more about him, <laughs> his yeah, practices he, later. He absorbs quite a bit, evidently. And deflects <laughs> not so much. When we get our surgery is going to be next week. And I think... Um, I think that was his official response. Right. I don't know. What do you think about Michael? I mean, she's going to get breast reduction. He's and, not going to be happy about that at yeah. all. But I think it's for her own health. I mean, I don't have a big problem with it, you know? Well, like the doctor said, um, she had uh, indentations from her bra straps. Mm. And that was the indication that her boobs are too heavy. It was cutting into her skin. Mike and Natalie. Fun. This was good. It was weird because this was just one scene. That was all. It came, I don't even know why they were in the lobby. She got him sushi and champagne. But why in the lobby of the hotel? Yeah. Why not up in the room? Maybe there's no table. But they're just in the maybe lobby. just to fit the crew in there. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they knew what was going to happen. <laughs> So, I mean, I, I think maybe I'm still anti-Natalie. I still think it was him expecting her to be nice to his friends. Her, his comment about her being mean and that it was all up to her was crappy if what happened the way she said it did. Yeah, I think she, I mean, let's not get past the fact that she's abrasive. Yeah. And... Look, I argue with people quite a bit. It's kind of like what I, I do. Don't know what I do for a living. Who wouldn't be abrasive? Right, I get it. To another woman that had sent boob pics to their husband. Oh sure, I get it. But apart from that, she's abrasive to everybody. So he should not have brought that up. She fights. She goes right for the throat. Now I don't know how to react if he says that and that she's abrasive. She probably maybe she could absorb it a little better. But she snaps right back with the boob thing, which is, 
obviously something they talked about before. But what do we see from Mike? What does he do as soon as she mentions that? Oh, gotta go. Yeah, he just shuts down. It's the typical Mike response. I'm not going to talk about this. Yeah, I don't get why he gets to decide he's not going to talk about anything that involves something wrong. That makes him uncomfortable. Right. I'm sorry, bud. Life doesn't work that way. You don't get to just not talk about stuff that makes you uncomfortable. Right. So what, I guess, let's be clear about this. So there are females that I am in contact with. And if they send me pictures of their boobs, I'm supposed to do what? Un- you're supposed <laughs> to block them. Yes, I understood. Nobody has. Um, that's not, none of that happens. Especially if they happen to be someone that maybe you dated in the past. No, that would be a problem. I don't think there's any, there's no acceptable person. There's nobody who is acceptable to do that. Right. Period. Right. I think it would be less likely for someone who I've dated in the past to do that. <laughs> They've already kicked me to the curb. Sadly. Yes, let's be honest. Let's Their find lives. out about this. Their loss. I have not dumped. I don't think I dumped anybody. Did your I've high, been did dumped. Your high school girlfriend I have been you? dumped by everybody. Yes. Really? Yep. I was uh, I knew the three weeks before prom. She dumped me to go to the prom with another Steve, oh. another guy named Steve. Maybe she had something made and it was just Steve. Maybe she just got a thing for guys named Steve. So that hurt. That one was that one hurt pretty bad. So then I went to work. I went to work on prom night and then came home and watched. Really was uh, who was that? I think it was NBA NBA finals. NBA finals. The Pistons were playing. Pistons and, and the Lakers. So that's what I did on my prom night. So no, this isn't supposed to be about me. <laughs> But that's what happened. So, I mean, I think if I'm Natalie, what I want, or if I think if I'm any woman who's dating Mike, I want Mike to talk about me with the enthusiasm and the excitement that he talked about Thanksgiving dinner. Did you, <laughs> right. did you see him? Yes, there is oh, it nothing was... that excites him like food. Wow. He lit up. His eyes were bright. He was excited. He's he was on his toes. Oh, he was so happy. And he couldn't wait you're gonna, to make his part. You're going to love Thanksgiving. What can you do? I'm, I'm going to make, make a pie. pie. Oh, he was just excited. Yeah. This is the best day ever. ever. Every year, it's the best. It's so good that we're going to go from Washington to, I think, Oklahoma just for Thanksgiving. He'd probably drive, too. I bet you that's a dude who could drive. Probably. I bet you he could drive for days. (laughs) You know, he's like your brother like that. Right. Let's just go from Virginia to Arizona, (laughs) and I'm going to drive straight through. Right. I bet you Mike's that guy. Uh He drives a lot. Oh, 22-pound turkey. He's excited. Natalie gets scared of the cork. He's going to open the champagne bottle. Did you see what she did? She shielded like a roof over her eyes. <laughs> She's afraid that the cork was going to go off, hit her in the face. She's paranoid about everything. Killers in the woods. Cork bottles. Paranoid about Mike cheating. And, I, you know, that everybody sends Mike pictures of their boobs. 
Well, you know? Apparently, somebody does. Yeah, she came out with that pretty quick. I, uh, boy, she's just brutal, though. There are arguments. Those are real arguments. We think, I think Tiffany and Ronald, they have, I think we, we call it adult arguments, but. Brutal. I think, I think they're just mean to each other. I think, I think Natalie cuts with a sharp knife. She goes right for it. Quickly. There it is. And look, it works. Because what happens? He shuts down. He shuts down completely. Mm, Fun. He storms off, gets his stuff, and leaves. I'm out of here. I'm going to go home. I'm going to have some shots. And try to make the best of it. (laughs) Happy birthday. That was crappy. Yeah, it was pretty crappy. He didn't even really... He just left and didn't really even say goodbye. Or acknowledge that... You know, she had done something really nice and special for him. Right. She didn't say, oh, I appreciate what you did, but I'm uncomfortable with our conversation. I'm going to go home. I'm sorry. Do you need a ride? No, he didn't do any of that. Right. I'm out. Bye. Have they must have come together. No, um, I think they were in Seattle. Oh, he was already working. Met out at the dock. Yes, you're right. So she surprised him. And, and How did she said, get oh, there? I like An Uber. When you come visit. Mm. She, got a, she hitchhiked. So she met him there. What do you think about the new Asuelu? The new wow. and improved Asuelu. That's great. I'm glad that he's Are you fooled? Are you fooled? Is he tricking you like I he's tricking Khan? And I, I think it's crappy of her to issue such doubt. She said that he uses tears. You know how she looks at him when he's trying to be nice? Her eyes. She looks at him like I would look at my daughter if she were trying to be nice. (laughs) With a lot of skepticism. Maybe there's similarities there. (laughs) Asuelu was mad. No, he was upset. He said, why didn't you tell me? Why are you springing this on me the last minute? If you've known for a week or two weeks, or I think is what it was, I could have prepared something for her and made her stay better. And you could see that she was floored. Didn't see it coming. Thought that he would just be mad that she was coming. But he said, no, it's not a big problem. We're going to be leaving soon. And I'd like to make her stay better. i like to get off on a good foot. I could have made her a meal or something. And Kalani just looked. Dumbfounded. I was shocked. Yeah, I think we all were. And then you saw the skepticism in her eyes. Absolutely. And then I got offended. Right. Shouldn't he get the benefit of the doubt? Yes. And he didn't at all. Because they were supposed to be trying to work on their marriage. Yeah, it was. And it appears he's trying to work on their marriage. It was date day. They were going out for a date day. That was nice. Yeah. But no. She had ulterior motives. Yeah, and then I, I really didn't like how she then spoke about it to Kalini. Yes. With the same tinge of attitude. Well, how is she ever expecting Kalini to like Asuelu if she feeds her a bitter pill every time she talks about him? Yeah. I mean, that's crappy. Yeah, that was not cool. I didn't like anything about that whole scene. I think even if Asuelu is, if those are crocodile tears of his, then I go, okay. But how are you going to ever give him a chance? Right. How's he ever going to succeed if this is what you're doing? We, this is more than we've seen from him before. He seemed very sincere. Because, hmm. I don't know, is he capable of that kind of manipulation? 
Yeah, I don't think so either. That would take a lot of effort. I think he's generally pretty immature, so I don't think he would have it the ability to be that crafty. And to think that far out in front. Like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna sabotage this, but let's start this off on a good foot. Weird. Yeah. Just not impressed. I think that his change of heart has come from his excitement at the prospect that they could get out on Mm -hmm. their own, away from her family. He said he wants to be a better person. This is the new me. Well, hmm. We do get somebody new this time. New and improved. Charlie? Oh, no. Charlie's improved? Just no. Boy, he just keeps going. (laughs) Right where he left off. Yeah. And he, he walks around talking about uh, Andre, as if Andre's the one who owes him an apology. The biggest... Did, did he just not remember what he did at the wedding? Well, Andre's a criminal, is what he says. <laughs> did we establish that Andre had not done anything to be a criminal? Correct. That his issue in the country was still about... Was trying to not be a criminal, so he left the police... And the country. I kind of had so a similar. It, it, it wasn't a criminal, but I had an issue with the company where I wasn't playing by the kind of secret rules of the, I guess, the side business of the company. Uh-huh. People that were doing things kind of under the table, yeah. not illegal, but not probably well, the course. best. <laughs> and I didn't participate, and I got encouraged to maybe go somewhere else. Right. Because I got looked down with suspicion. Because I didn't play by the rules, or those secret rules. Uh-huh. And so I, I think that's somewhat similar to probably what Andre right. Andre had. Or at least the impression that everybody's given. Him and his friends seem to both be of, of the same impression. Uh-huh. What offended me most... One, it was funny that Andre wanted to go to the meeting. He was just completely... And Andre's in the wrong here. Yes. The way Andre is acting is completely wrong. He's handling this. He's acting entitled. Yes. And he's not entitled. Which is what he's accusing them of Jen and right. Chuck and all of them. Becky. The truth is, he wants a piece of that action. He wants to be entitled to. So, And he's wrong there. Right. Kind of. I guess if other people's spouses are included in this, then why shouldn't Libby... Andre, there should be a place for him in here. He may have to earn his keep. He got off on the wrong foot by asking for a a massive loan instead of asking if he could be mentored. Well, he doesn't want to be, and I I don't blame him. But you still find a way. I don't want to work with him, but he shouldn't expect the money either. I was offended. I meant to give this before. Because he wasn't really asking. He was expecting. There's a difference. When Chuck... Mocks his Accent. speech. Yeah. I was floored. That was crappy. That he did that in front of everybody and in front of Libby. Not that doing it behind Libby's back would be good, but that he did that. And even knowing that the cameras are there yeah. and that's what he did, that's completely offensive. Yeah. And it steamrolls from there. Yeah. Turns out, Chuck turns out to be all right in this. Because he'd already made up his mind. Yes. He's trying to get everybody on board. Yeah, and I think he's kind of playing, you know, he's playing to the camera, playing right. to the group. 
um, I was surprised to see, you kind of even see Becky act surprised when he talks about the $100,000 loan, even though she'd already known about it. Um, but Charlie comes right out. F him is what he says. Yeah. F him. Libby goes, I'm out. Libby's gone. Becky follows quickly. So that was nice to see. And all this takes, all this argument kind of moves outside. And kind of odd watching Chuck try to get the siblings to make up. Wasn't yeah. that kind of weird? It didn't look like something that they normally do. It didn't, it, I, I don't strike them as a huggy, touchy, feely group. <laughs> right. I get them as a show Fire your and brimstone yes and show your goods on OnlyFans type of group. <laughs> the whole lot of them, all of them, they're all involved. So to see them do all of that and then act all rich and haughty, yeah. But here they are. I think it's um stripping for money. I think Charlie's wife is. I think like I said, she's like the queen of OnlyFans. She's like. Like a top OnlyFans person. Wow. She shows it. Yeah, she shows it all. And then there are things that her and Charlie do together. Ew. Oh, please stop there. I'm just I'm just telling you. So you think about where they're coming from. And and that's where they're coming from. Ugh. So they're taking full advantage of their I don't say it's fifteen minutes of fame, but it's all out there. Yeah. Libby, she reverts back to her the old standard of how she gets her way. Crying. She is daddy's girl, right? Yes. I think that's pretty easy to see. Yeah. No doubt about it. So she knows what to do. She cries. Waterworks. And gets her way. Maybe that's what a, Kalani's, um, that's what she uh, said Asuela's doing. They're all fake tears to get his way. Maybe that's where he learned it but from. That doesn't work with her. <laughs> right. She's not his mommy. Mm. What a mess. <laughs> Chuck is, though. Look, Chuck's about his family first, right? Yeah. And when Libby storms out, he instructs, he says, look, you go out there and apologize. You go make this right. You notice that he wasn't the first one out there. Uh-huh. He was the last one. He comes out there. And what's the instruction? What's going to happen next? You remember the preview for this one? No. Libby and Andre are sitting outside at like a restaurant. I don't think I've watched the preview. Oh, and Charlie comes out. So next episode is is Charlie and Andre That's and Libby well. sitting outside hashing this out. <laughs> Front row seat. How does... There's these two. It's not something that. I don't think it'll ever be resolved. What could make them resolve this? Nothing. Hmm. There's nothing. Hell or high water. I mean, there really isn't anything. Charlie's threatened by Andre. Andre really wants to be where Charlie's at. It would just be better if, if he could go and do his own thing. The trouble is... And just show them all up. You can't... But you, I don't think he success. can. He right. can't. Look, flipping houses. He's in the wrong business to show them up. Yeah, he wants to fast forward to the successful end without doing all the steps it takes to get there. He won't have the contacts to flip a house. You, 
you're either doing the work yourself or you're hiring people to do it. Right. So he won't have the contacts to bring people in to do the work. And it's not it's not really possible to do all this work yourself. You're not going to come in and flip a house all on your own. Right. It's just too much work. But don't forget, he's a handyman. I get it. He could <laughs> assemble a table, right? And he could criticize. Tighten a faucet. Paint. I, maybe. But still, that takes time and work. And you've got to do all those things. One person can't do that. It's just not possible. And turn Because when you flip these houses, the goal is, is that you're flipping them in, hopefully, 30 days. That you're trying to beat that 30-day window. Right, before you start making payments. Right. How can I turn this or get somebody in it? And, and if you can't do that, then you're losing. And he won't have the ability to do that. Because you have to pay too much for a house that you could only do that in 30 days. And he doesn't have the capital to put $30,000 into a house to right. get it a point to where you can flip it. Right. Because if you can't make a profit on it, then that defeats the purpose. <laughs> right. And so he doesn't know what he's doing even to buy a house. So he's he's just in the wrong business. He sees what they're doing and he assumes he can do it. Mm-hmm. He probably should have stick with driving a truck. That might have been easier. Mm-hmm. Libby said the meeting didn't go as she didn't go as she wanted, but it went just like if we had to predict how the meeting would go, it would have been just like this. Right? Before she went. So this is exactly what's going to oh, happen. Absolutely. This is exactly what's going to happen at the meeting. And it's, we, we haven't even dealt with these people. Andre is convinced that he's not going to work with them. He said, I am not working with them. And yes, you are. he wants more from Libby. You're not trying hard enough. <laughs> She's that, always stuck in the middle. Poor thing. Yeah. What a place to be. I watched a little bit of that first episode of their season. Uh-huh. And when it started... And so you got to see her with Becky and Jen. And, you know, they said Andre's, you know, their culture is a bit more controlling. And you could just see the way they were thinking and talking about him before they'd even met him. Uh-huh. So he, he didn't have a chance. Of course. He hadn't helped himself. Yeah, he yeah. is really, really rigid. He is. There's no cave in him whatsoever. And you know, it, it just, it's the perfect storm. There's no way that. All of this really works out all that well. Because even if they start working together, there's going to be a fight. And it'll be a big fight. He can't stick around. It'll be it'll be just too much trouble. But a lot of drama. Always. You think they get their own show? No. You don't think so? No. I don't think there's anything new. I don't think they want that scrutiny on their business. On their business. Lives, right. Well, they probably do. They don't mind uh, up close and personal in their personal lives, in their private Only for business, money. in their privates. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I don't encourage you to do research on that. But, <laughs> but if you do, that's what's going to happen. We haven't seen Jovi and Yara yet, but the preview was kind of nice. Preview was mom. You remember mom talking about the baby and Yara having the baby out too soon. Yes. Oh, oh my god. I know that's, that's gonna set you gonna off. Go over well at all. Yeah, that's probably not good. You, you just you just don't criticize a new mom. You just don't. Mm-hmm. It's their baby. It's their rules. Right. That's it. 
That's absolutely it. Yeah, it's it's be fun. It, you know, it's like arguing with somebody about wearing a mask or not. Right. That's highly personal. Yep. Stay out of it. That should Mind be fun. your business. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. So that'll be good. We get some drama with Yara. That's I think always going to be good. I wonder how she handles it. You know, she's been hands off and kind of peacemaker when it comes to disagreements with mom. Mm-hmm. And I like to see how this one goes. If she bites her tongue. I don't think she's going to bite her tongue when it comes to her own baby. I think she probably will. And then, you know, talk in the aside maybe about it. But I think she probably keeps it smooth and easy. I, she doesn't strike me as one who would save it to complain to Jovi about. Because she's somebody who speaks her mind. Right. I think she'll tell her exactly what she thinks. Yep. Well, that's it for this week. Stay tuned for Inside Scoop. Another busy week. It was really busy last week. It's going to be... It'll be Machine Gun, Machine Gun Blast again. We've got Angela's Doctor, everybody on The Single Life, Powell, Natalie, Darcy, Devin. We've got some availability of 90 Day Fiance on Discovery+. Plus. Um, I don't even know. Did I say Devin? Maybe. Yes. Ari and Binyam, Jenny and Summit, and Chelsea. You remember Chelsea? Yeah. She is from season two of 90 Day Fiance. She's got some life news. Stay tuned for that. You've been listening to 90 Day Fiance, Coupled with Chaos. If you'd like to hear more from Kelly and Steve, look for their other podcast, Coupled with Chaos, in any podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, they can be reached at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. They can also be found at Coupled with Chaos on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.